0: It is time, that time of the show where we look at the Michigan panic meter. Mine has remained unfazed this week. I still remain light scarlet. Um I there are some things that could impact it, including the 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 Harbon news, which we'll get to in a second. But right now, I have not cooled off anymore about the loss, and there's nothing that uh that has happened no new quarterback as soon as uh white smoke billows from the plumes of ohio <laughs> stadium i'll probably go full gray if it's cam ward how about you bud i'm actually going to keep this up
1: here on the screen because for our our viewing audience rather than our listening audience because i'm going with uh I'm, I'm moving just into the the light scarlet um with you because of the story that we're about to talk about here coming up regarding jim harbaugh because I think that is the only thing that kind of derails the thought process that, okay, next year will just be a cakewalk for Ryan Day anyway, and that will kind of get things back on track for him and for the program in terms of the beating Michigan storyline and all these different things is if Harbaugh returns because he just feels this resounding sense of, well, Michigan backed me finally, and now we're all in this together singing Kumbaya and eating ice cream out out of the pint jar um like if, if that's if that's kind of the thought process there and he just thinks that he can keep beating up on ryan day then that does make me a little bit nervous but um so yeah i'm gonna join you in the scarlet a little bit after i spent a couple of days basking in the the glow of that video where they clearly didn't want to play alabama in the first round of play
0: can, can i also <laughs> tell you though um Yeah, Dante Moore, there's been some rumors that Dante Moore and Michigan have had some conversations. Obviously, uh, J.J. McCarthy would have to go off into the NFL this year, but uh, Dante Moore goes to Michigan, and you get Cam Ward. I could have a real push and pull here on whether I feel panic or not, but you mentioned the Harbaugh news. Uh, We have another report out that a contract extension is still being worked on by Michigan and Harbaugh. And what's interesting about this is uh, talks have been described as still relatively far apart, and some of the details have leaked here, including the uh, price for Jim Harbaugh would be $11 million, and there would be a written part of the contract that he would have to uh, certify in writing. He would not go seek an, an NFL job this coaching cycle. And so I guess we start here. What are your thoughts on a on a Jim Harbaugh contract extension? Uh, in, in any of the things we kind of shared there? Yeah, I
1: mean, I think the most interesting part is that there's the sort of stipulation that he's not allowed to, at, at least what's what you mentioned being reported, that he's he's not allowed to pursue an NFL job um, this this cycle if if they're going to give him this contract extension because I think this is set up perfectly. For him to ride off into the sunset, take this Michigan program, potentially to a national championship. We'll see if they can get past Bama, obviously. And loaded roster. He was kind of always building towards this season. And it's a chance to kind of put the kibosh on this this era he had at Michigan. And he's accomplished everything he could possibly accomplish there with with the resources they have and with Michigan being Michigan. And now he's going to go back to the NFL to prove that he can do it at that level. And that's the thing. Cause you know, there's going to be interest. Like every year there's interest in Jim Harbaugh and it's just a matter of him finally deciding this is the right situation for me, or this is the one that I want. And what's also interesting about this whole thing, Nick, is that this year could set a record in terms of the number, the sheer number of job openings that there are in the NFL. We already have two. The Raiders are an option and uh who's the other one that just got oh yeah the panthers are an option so beyond that though there's already talk about ron rivera getting fired in washington there's talk about brandon staley and what maybe he wants to go to the chargers and have a really good quarterback in justin herbert there's talk about the bears maybe moving on and bringing in uh bringing in jim harbaugh and and moving on from eber so there's just a number of options here that could play out and for him to just sign on the dotted line and say like, yeah, I won't, I won't be interested in any of these, would be sort of stunning to me because every offseason he at least takes a look, he at least takes a peek at what's going on in the NFL and sees if there's an opportunity for him. So I, I feel like he's going to be hard pressed to to sign a deal that that offers that. But I I think the thing that that maybe makes me the most fearful that he could come back is what I mentioned in the when we talked about the panic meter, just this idea that Michigan kind of finally had his back on something after he took the pay cut and all these, like they were going to fire him. If he didn't take the pay cut and all these other things. Now they finally came to his defense. It's kind of funny though, that it took a cheating scandal for them to then be like, you know what? This is it. We, we, we didn't support you through all that other stuff. We didn't support you when you were losing to urban Meyer and when the pandemic hit, and we just didn't want to pay you. But you know what? Now that you're cheating if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying so we're gonna back you now and have your back wholeheartedly and try to give you an extension and in and, and, and five years and 11 million per year.
0: So there are a few things here. One, if you remember, there actually wasn't enough interest in Jim Harbaugh. There was him basically begging uh, to interview like in Minnesota and where the NFL kind of seemed perplexed that he was calling teams about going there, which is where I think the, hey, please don't go look for one of those jobs. And the way I understand it is, I was told by, uh, by Keith Britton that t- Michigan's okay if a team comes to him, but they don't like the look of him going to teams. And I can't figure it out. I mean, I know the guy's a weird knob, but like the reality is, he would instantly be one of the top 10 coaches in the NFL. And he's he's proven that before with what he did in San Francisco. So I, 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 the NFL has perplexed me. Now, I think fit is important. So uh, let me
1: ask you this. Why don't you I, – I think in previous years there was maybe more interest than there was last year, like you mentioned. But why was it that, like, last year – because I my big thing last year was I thought that for sure um, the, the Dolphins were going to be in play, but obviously there's the – the sort of conflict of interest with Steven Ross being a Michigan guy and he's on their board and he makes some big decisions for them. So he wasn't going to necessarily pluck the coach, but I think really what crumbled that idea was the whole lawsuit from Brian Flores more than anything. Like, I think there was, that was still in play up until that point. Then it was like, well, we can't necessarily pursue this now. Um, So I don't know, like why, why do you think he didn't maybe get the interest last year? And it was
0: more about him pursuing the job. Cause I think he's perceived as a major pain in the ass who's tough to work with. And I, and I don't think it's just, Oh, it's really tough to be his GM. I don't think it's just, it's really tough to be a coach with him. I think it's, he's really tough to have. And he's kind of a guy owners like their say, depending on who the owner is, like he goes to Dave Tepper and Dave Tepper is like, well, I think you should do this. He's going to tell Dave Tepper to go F himself. So, (laughs) and and Dave Tepper doesn't want anyone to tell him to go F himself. So I, I think there well, is. So do you
1: think that means he won't have interest this, even with all the jobs that will be open, like teams no, won't come
0: calling? I, I think he might. Um, I think being in the playoffs the second straight year makes sense. But it wouldn't surprise me if this dude needs to win a national title to get out. I, I Again, I don't know that for certain, but I just think that's the kind of splashy thing that all of a sudden takes him from, oh, well, he's a good hire. Right. You can. I think you can trust Jim Harbaugh to win. I don't think
1: that. I don't think he needs but,
0: that. Oh, I do. You can't understand how NFL teams think. Like, but can't de- NFL
1: teams just look back to what he did with the 49ers
0: and be like, no, yeah, that guy,
1: that guy takes you to Super Bowls. I Spence, want that.
0: you're thinking too logical, bud. Cause if teams had, <laughs> cause if teams had thought that way, they would have already hired him. He spent the last two or three years begging teams. And I, I hate to put it in that way, but like, he solicited the interviews, not the other way around. And so I think this is a scenario where it even just winning a playoff game and beating Alabama, getting that, because again, Ohio state beating Ohio state does not matter to NFL owners because again, most of those owners have no frame of reference for Ohio state, Michigan. They've forgotten about it on Monday after Thanksgiving. So I think being able to go out there and be top of mind during the hiring cycle, meanwhile, you're going to have trouble. The interviewing process for current coordinators has been pushed back with the new rules. So you're going to maybe have a window as a college coach, where if you just want a national title and there's another week or two before they can interview the sexy coordinator, that might just kind of be the thing that gives you both the thing you can sell to fans, which is what NFL owners really care about. And then there's the obvious, you know, Hey, Hey, I can hire you now. I don't want to wait. And I just think it's interesting. Like I wrote down, like, I think it's really insulting for Michigan to put that clause in his contract. And I get it. They don't want him to be embarrassed. They don't want him to sign a contract extension. And then for him to go out, solicit an interview, get an interview and leave. But like the reality is if you have to even consider that kind of contract clause, then you should just wait until this hiring cycle is over because anything you do is going to look a little weird or goofy. And I'm not – and here's the thing. Harbaugh going out and looking for other jobs to me tells me – and I know he did that, and and since then there's supposed to be this kumbaya crap between him and Ward Manuel. I'm not buying it. Like, these dudes hated each other. And the idea that they became best buddies – And the idea that Ward Manuel wasn't massively embarrassed, no matter what he said in public, the idea that Ward Manuel, who already had his issues with Jim Harbaugh, is just like, hey, man, people really went after us. It's not fair. The idea that he doesn't just a little bit think. America's (laughs) team. Yeah, he, he doesn't just a little bit think F Jim Harbaugh. I think that's naive. I think we know how people operate. And I think, I bet you Ward Manuel would be quite happy if Jim Harbaugh went off back into the sunset, into the NFL, especially if it came after winning a national title where you'd have the sexiest job in America, a national championship winning program, the perfect moment to either hire Sharon Moore or have your pick of any jobs, a la kind of similar to the way we've talked about Ryan Day in Columbus.
1: I just kind of feel like there's going to be so many job openings this offseason. And maybe I'll be wrong and it'll only be like four or five and we won't be that as many as we're prognosticating here. But I think there's going to be so many jobs open that it's it's good like like how far down the list of coordinators can you possibly go to find like to fill all these positions that could potentially be open if you're in the NFL without with without just ignoring before you just completely can't ignore Jim Harbaugh anymore. You know what I mean? Because everyone's always looking for the next Sean McVay or the next Kyle Shanahan, so they're always taking guys from those staffs and. Um, you know, bringing them in to, to, to take over their program. You know, you got Mike McDaniel now and in, in, in Miami doing that. Um, so, yeah, like I, I think that's kind of the, the philosophy here. But I, I just I don't know if there's if there's really going to be like eight, nine, maybe 10 openings. Can you really ignore Jim Harbaugh? And just be like, yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna explore that whatsoever. Like, I mean, we talk all the time here in Cleveland. Like, if they were to move on from Kevin Stefanski, that'd be one of the first people I was calling if I was the Hazlitt, because we think Jim Harbaugh is a hell of a coach. So I, I just don't know. It might be too big to ignore, because that's the other thing with these coordinators. It's like it's, you go year to year, and sometimes you're like, well, this guy's hot right now, but maybe he takes a step back, or m- maybe it's the opposite where. They're still kind of climbing, but you're like, I don't know if they're quite ready for that job yet. Jim Harbaugh is an, an instant plug and play. That's a guy that you know is ready for the, for for coaching at this level. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So, at what point is like, how, what team is it? How many teams is it going to take for one of them just to be like, you know what, we want Jim Harbaugh because we know what we're getting, and and that's that's to us.
0: Never underestimate the hubris of NFL owners. Two. Never underestimate that the NFL owners always want fun, sexy, something splashy. And Jim Harbaugh, I think, would be seen as a good hire. Jim Harbaugh after winning a national title would be as sexy as it gets considering you could then sexy as khakis
1: can
0: get basically as sexy as missionary sex in khaki (laughs) position or khaki uh, position. That's a new one khaki position. Hey, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. (laughs) All right, guys, uh, that does it for the podcast this week. One more time, please make sure to rate subscribe, follow, download, uh, our podcast, wherever you get your podcast, always Uh, If you're watching on the 92 Through the Fan YouTube channel, please hit the follow button there as well. Hit the like button. We appreciate that. Uh, That does it for this week, Spencer. Have a good weekend, buddy. Go Bucks.